The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Found out I'm not a girl in Michigan. Are we on? <laughs> All right. This is exciting. Guys, welcome. <laughs> I like how the tone of your voice changed. So Are we on? Uh, all right, hey! <laughs> I sat right on my nuts. It got mm-hmm. high It's time to Guys, change. So, have you done it without him before? I've done it without Rick. And then he just kind of rolls in. He, po- he pops in. And he's, he's coming from Calabasas. Uh, I don't know where he's coming from, but yeah, he's all, right. all over the place. That's all right. Um, yeah, he uh, he's fl- whatever. He's got kids, so he's got to put them to bed. It's a whole thing. How's his How's nervous. his hands? His hands? Yes. What does that mean? Well, he's he's he has a sweating thing. You know? Oh, I did not know that. You didn't know I that. Don't I didn't know that so. either. You didn't know that he's got like a, a you know, he's he's got a what's it called? <coughs> you know, when you have sweating sweat, guys. That's Pauly Shore, in case you were wondering, yeah. and Steve Simone. Um, on no, the Comedy met, Store podcast. I, so wait, he has a sweaty palm? Ask him. I don't know. I don't want to say gonna anything. I'm not going to touch him now. No, but I don't want to say anything. I just hope he comes in wearing a leather jacket with the collar popped in shades <laughs> now that he's off the road with Chris Rock. And he's like, what's up, nerds? Hey, Simone, park my car. Oh. And he throws me the keys. <laughs> like, that would be me, myself, and Ro- Irene. I'd be like, okay, no, Rick. Right away, Mr. Ingram. I want to give him a hug. I haven't seen him in so long. No, I, I never even thought. Maybe the sweaty hands, though, it helps gripping his kids. That could be a good thing. Mm. I don't know. Or is that How do you slippery? know he has sweaty hands? Yeah, how, there, what did there, he do? Uh, you got to ask him. Maybe he doesn't want anyone to know. Oh, oh there he isn't. Okay. That's there not him. Uh, uh, do you remember when me, Rick, and Pete Carboni opened up for you at the San Jose Improv? Yes. And it's where Rick started his Wait, Argus impression. Wait, which one's impression. fucking Pete Carboni? Oh, the weird looking dude. Ta- yeah. Right? Oh, he's a sweet set. He talked yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. this. Yeah, really sl- Vince, you wanted to pair him up with, was it Ari or Dave Taylor? I don't know. She wanted, because they were both really tall and mm. awkward, and she thought it would be he a great, great team. Right? He was great. Carboni's hilarious. I love all those guys. One of the funniest. But you don't do it no more. So you know he what? He quit? I think he either quit or just went to writing. I know just- he was making yeah, or commercials. He a lot of commercials. A, he right. made a great living yeah. as a commercial actor for a while. Yeah, he's like a Kevin West. Yeah, remember Kevin West yes, used to yes, do shit ton of yeah. commercials. Yeah. Um, Is Dave Taylor coming tomorrow night? I good question. I don't mm. know. That'd be amazing. Be amazing. And if they hit Darth <laughs> Vader's music as he walks in, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. He's been here since you know, like I've seen him in the past year. So I was gonna say since COVID. Oh. So uh, he came in like right after we opened, like in the very where's, beginning. Is, where's Boone? Has Boone been back? Oh please! We, uh, people are asking. They're putting money what on. What about Bob? If he shows up. What tomorrow. about Bob? Apravaya. Oh. Do you think he got an invite? Well, he should. He's the original. Hundred yeah, percent. He's the original guy. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Right now, he's probably like in the Wayne Mansion, and he's got all those green corduroy suits like Batman, and his <laughs> he's getting measured. It has to look tattered. Like I always hoped that he was secretly a billionaire, and he would just come here to see who was a kind person that okay. he could leave a billion dollars to. That would be amazing. But like you know, kind of like Willy they said Wonka. that about crispy chicken. Remember oh, that guy? Yeah. When Simone was a manager here. <laughs> <This face. laughs> I tried my best to be so nice. There was to a guy. He. I remember him. You remember crispy chicken, yeah. and he had like elephantitis in the nuts. Yeah. And it was giant. It was uncomfortable. Like it would 
like his jeans barely went up and he filled out an application to get a job here. Right. (laughs) What did it say on the application? Chris P. Chase. His real name was Norm. Right. But uh, super the salad, uh, super sex. Remember that? I'll take the sex. No, I'll take the soup. Yeah, that joke. But the best job application I ever saw was Jim Painters. You remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> where, where is he? Who knows? Jimmy. Wow. <laughs> he wanted me. I forget. He needed to fill out an application for something, and he was like, <laughs> he had to put down references, and for a reference. Instead of Dean Gelber, he wrote down Dean Gilberts because he didn't even know Dean's last name. And that was his reference. And for his address, he put I down. I just love how excited one, you are. He put down 123 Main Street as his address. I was like, Painters. Oh, my God. I don't think anybody's going to. Dean's been this. living in the middle of Tampa. I know. Yeah, it. In between mm-hmm. Tampa and uh, Orlando. Wow. It's well, the best. Everyone, I mean, ever since the whole thing, everyone just kind of took off. I know. You it's, know, everyone. That's why this is a, so awesome to yeah, see everybody. Yeah. It, this is probably the biggest, I mean, the 50th is everybody getting out for the first, some mm. people for the first time. Yeah. In, yeah. you know, what is it, three years now? Two years. Yeah. Two, over two. It's got to be, right? It feels like 10. Mark, Steve, you haven't been here since what, last July, you said, right? Yeah. I was here, and this is the first time LA feels almost normal. Really? The last couple of times I was here, I didn't, I was yeah. like, I. How many I people leave. did we lose? Like as far as comics moving. Oh, so you many of my moved. friends. You both moved. How's your move? How was yours? Did you like I it? I like it. Hate I it? like Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Vegas is fun, and it's, it's right you know, there. It's, it feels it's, like. I don't know. It's, it's free. Mm. Okay. And everything's just kind of open, and you know, and and it, it's uh, they got wise guys downtown now. Oh wow. In the arts district. That's yeah. awesome. Which is great, and um. I don't know. I'm not going to be there forever. Right. But I didn't, it's uh, like, it's really, it's, people are really nicer. But there's also, I mean, there's, it's like anywhere, there's positives and negatives. Sure. So it's like, uh, mm. the, the weather's fucked up. Yeah. And you pe- know what I mean? And like that. Is the weather that much different than it is yeah, here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's deserty. It's crazy. Yeah. It's dry. and Windstorms. You know, yeah. And it's like. Like in Iraq, windstorms, like that Scorpion heavy, King movie. Heavy. And, uh, but the people think Vegas, they think the strip. Right. They never think of a life off it. Right. And I never, same, but when Dice lived there, um, yeah. you know, we would go there all the time, and we, I learned a whole, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, it's a great appreciation for the real well, people that a, live there's in Vegas. A, it's a small town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really just a small town, but um, it's it's cool. Like, I've been here my whole life. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've been here my whole life, and after everything with my my uh my parents and all that stuff and covid i was just like i, I just i want to be around a happy yeah. environment right. and right. the shit that i'm doing in vegas in these last two years has been amazing yeah you know with my band and my podcast and in uh you know I've, I've been able to um meet a whole bunch of new friends that mm-hmm. i would have never met that's great and i've been able to um uh i don't know just be free you know yeah. what i mean if, if if it was freedom for me that's you great. know, so it's like, uh, yeah, because this is a sensitive place for me. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's just weird for me all the time here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because I'm, I feel like you know, I miss my mom. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, um, you know, when I'm here, it's like, you know, I feel her. Yeah. So it's it's a little, 
little weird. Yeah. As a kid, yeah, did you yeah. ever think this place would last this long, like 50 years? Um, no, I mean, I didn't ever think of that. I was just kind of a yeah. playground for me, you know. Um, well, you saw, you've been here a long time, so you see me running around. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've been here since I was four. Wow. Crazy. You know, since I was four. I got photos of me when I was four on stage here with wow. my dad. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, what my dad and mom did, you know, uh, for the comedy community. It was pretty awesome. Sure. And it was uh, a timing thing and it was the right, you know, right woman mm. in the right time. And, you know, and, you know, she loved this place more than her family. hundred you know? percent. And um, but she took care of me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She never neglected me. She never it wasn't like, oh, fuck my kids and I'm just going to be at the store. Right. It was like, you know, I'm at the store and hey, you comedians take care of my kids. Right. So I always had someone, you know, I got a, I got a nice email from Lois Bromfield. I was just mm -hmm. thinking of that. Yeah, and, and she's like an old friend. And and I don't know. It's like, you know, even on my mom's memorial here, you know, it was kind of like uh, it was weird because, you know, you see all these people. Sure. So tomorrow yeah, I'm going to be heavily medicated. Good for I you. Got my, I'm going to CVS. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I got uh, some good stuff yeah, at yeah, home yeah. if you need. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it's different for me than most, I think. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. This yeah. is your home. Yeah, like, so. It's got to be childhood. That, Everybody's yeah. coming yeah, in, your, in your space, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even just being down here in this basement, I mean, I just see all, I, I, all the history of this place. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? I, I remember, I remember, um, when I was just helping, you know, my brothers and my mom clean out the basement, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was. Was that like just your chores? The what? <laughs> Is that like no, your chores? That's time. funny. There's just so much shit down here. Of course. You know, and just like finding old Savannah posters. Yeah. You know, my ex girlfriend that was a porn star that killed herself because I had to clean out her whole, you know, I had to clean Place. out her whole house yeah. with Bobby, actually. Mm. Oh, damn. And, um, and, you know, just like the history and then just seeing like old, you know, old, uh, you know, ticket stubs. You know, and, and you know, it's this so was neat, stuff before when you were here. I mean, you've been here over 20 something years, right? 93. Yeah. So, wow. so 30 I years. Know, almost. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like years ago, she had this uh, accountant named Youssef. Yeah. Yeah. Youssef. I met his daughter, granddaughter. Oh, wow, okay. Remember, she she said she got in touch with you. Mm, I don't. I don't oh, okay. Remember. She she was here and oh, she wow. was just, she was oh, like, yeah. my dad used to be the accountant. The accountant, yeah. Yeah. And then she and was like, was Paul just... used to cut his ties. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of levels mm -hmm. to it. And um, it's nice. It's nice uh, doing my one man show in Vegas right now. Awesome. Um, yeah. Which is awesome. Stick with the dancing yeah, or whatever you're going to. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I have Alan Stevens open for me now out there. That's which amazing. Which is awesome. Another. Uh, He's that's like so, family. Yeah, I mean, he's like Uncle he was Inky. at the beginning. Was Alan, Uncle Stinky or no, Inky? No, Uncle Sleezens. Oh, Sleezens. Yeah, that's what we called him, Uncle Sleezens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was he's you know he was the kind of guy that would do coke and then go right to sleep. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? He just like I dated someone like that. All right, I'm going like to that. sleep. Oh. You know, it's like you know in La Jolla. I mean, you know, I mean, dude, there's so many fucking stories with these guys. I mean, how the fuck I'm still alive? Yeah. And I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty fucked up. You know what I mean? Like mentally, I'm pretty fucked up, but I'm not fucked up, fucked up. Yeah, you're functioning. You know I mean? You're you know a functioning I mean? fucked up. Yeah, I'm a you're fu normal functioning messed up. fucked up. Yeah, but I'm definitely like, it's hard for me to have a relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like a true, like really letting someone sure. in my life. Getting you know? vulnerable. Because everyone like him and Bobby Lee, are, I was like, yo, you got to have a kid. And this is so stupid. Like, why don't you have a kid? Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for me mm. to yeah, let, you know what I mean? 
I get to, that. Yeah, it's really, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I not just because I have money and I'm famous, and it's not because of just that. It's just, it's something more. Of course. Know? I don't know what it is. Your you know? legacy, like you want to keep your name alive. I don't, is that why they're saying it? I don't know. They'll chop my dick off or something. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's that emotional thing. Well, I don't know what it is. I mean, you know me. You know me. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's like, um, um, you know. What does your therapist say? I haven't gotten to that section yet. <laughs> uh, Keep them busy on this. Speaking this of, betterhelp.com. No. <laughs> Can no, you if we um, went into a no, it's it, My brother Scott's that way, too. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and, sure. You know, Scott's that way, too. It's. You know, some people, I guess, are not meant to be married. You know, yeah. some I'm people. I'm that person. You're, right? You know I, what I mean? I don't it's know like, why. Don't you like to be alone at, at night in your bed? 100%. You know, just like you, having another person there, like next to you, is mm -hmm. fucking weird. Are you? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to get married? In a Steve? perfect world, all that but stuff. But he's pretty yeah. fucked up, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, anybody. I think, I think anybody, yeah, yeah. honestly, anybody that goes on stage. I, it's a weird and thing. And opens up like that. We're like, all It was always easier up. for me to be vulnerable on stage than off stage. And I don't know why. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you're more comfortable why. on stage. Yeah, more comfortable yeah. on stage With than a bunch of strangers, yeah. <laughs> of course, because people that know you, you're like, you get tense around. Exactly. They're like, oh my God, he knows everything about me. Yeah. yeah or yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. want to hear me I freak out. I get yeah. nervous even on podcasts. I'm like, it's not my turn to talk. And like, like when I'm off stage or I just... I want to make sure everybody else is okay, mm. and I don't. I'm not good with anybody taking care of me, Same. and I don't know why. But mm. and like that's why I like being on stage mm. because I've heard other comedians talk about how they love the attention. I'm like, oh, for me, the stage is just another place to give. And then when I'm off stage, ah. I like, yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try my best to put joy into your heart. And then when I'm off stage, I'm like, I'm gonna try best to put joy into your heart. And like when I would date people in Los Angeles, I, I attracted a lot of more narcissistic type women, <laughs> you know, sense. and they were like, oh, this guy's going to give me attention and do whatever I want. I'm like, I just want to make you happy. <laughs> and now that I'm in a healthier relationship, it's weird to to also receive. Mm. Uh, like oh, so, so this is a healthy, healthy, healthier. All you're, my relationships also, yeah. are unhealthy. -ish. Yeah. Yeah. My ex and I, we got along. Which great. one's your ex? Uh, Ronnie. I don't know if you ever met him. It was everybody. When we broke up here, they were like. <laughs> So we can't see Ronnie anymore? I'm like, what happened? When did right I now? see Ronnie? Uh, it's been a while. Oh, wow. It's been That's a while. Been a you remember. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying he was the, the last person I had a serious relationship with. You know what I mean? So it's been a while. But the thing we had was we were both similar where we didn't like sleeping in the same bed. So we would, you know, whatever. And then sleep in separate you beds fuck so and I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah move yeah. over to your bed buddy yeah. like and he was great like mom like mom's that. and pop-ups yeah we didn't want to, <laughs> yes. we're not cuddlers like so that was a good mm, thing mm. but then he was like a little jealous so it drove me nuts like mm. if i gave you guys a hug when i saw you he'd be like why are you hugging them i'm like really mm -hmm. like it, it, little things like that mm. he had giant cocks i really miss him but mm. um <laughs> i just did i did a mr roper face Ooh. i was like <laughs> he knows it um but every once in a while he comes here now to visit the comics because they cool. love him and you guys like, are still buds um not as close mm. like as me and andrew like mm -hmm. dice being um my second ex-fiance mm. uh like we're very close because mm. our we broke up when we split up it was right after freddie died mm. so i was in a weird place and then my grandmom died like oh. 20 days later so mm. i just like disconnected from mm. everything so it was he watched me like unfold and calmly just stayed around. Mm. I think we lasted another 
eight months after that, maybe mm. nine. And then we split up, but it was we stayed so close. Mm. And I still stayed in his kids' life and you know what I mean? So it was good and obviously I still tour with him or well, whatever. Well, it's but it's everyone's different, you know. Um Yeah. You know, I mean your situation with him is that so it's you're you're we also were such both good comics, friends first. But too. you're also both comics, so you're both totally you know, understand each other. Yeah. So exactly. it's not like Ronnie's not a comic. No. Yeah, no, he's so an outsider that way. Yeah, yeah. so, so um, they don't they don't get it. Yeah, they but don't my get it. my first ex fiance, he was a booking agent for oh, comics. Wow. Okay, oh, <laughs> so wow. I was like, you know, we had that, but I wasn't a comic. I was a waitress, mm -hmm. just working here and working for you know with your mom. Mm. So I, I remember the, this one time, your mom was going to hire him mm. to. He was going through some personal stuff mm. and lost his job, and she was going to hire him to be the booker here and. I was sitting on the back steps, like hysterically crying on the belly room steps because I was like, oh, my God, she's going to hire the literal love of my life. And mm. he broke my heart in a zillion pieces. Mm. And now I'm going to have to leave the comedy store. But it was only like 98. Mm. So I had been here a little bit. But at the same time, it was a home, yeah. you know, an adult home in L.A. And it was my familiar space. And then your mom came back and she goes, He's still going through whatever he's going through, so I'm not hiring him. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, I didn't say anything to her. I would never say anything to hurt anybody. And she didn't see me crying or anything. Mm. She just said it to me. Where was he a booker at? Uh, he worked for William Morris. Oh, um, Bill Branca. Did you know oh, Bill yeah, Branca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he worked for... Um, so that was your boyfriend? My first ex Oh, your first... Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, he shattered my heart a million people. I would have had 10 kids with him, no problem. Really? Yeah. Where is he now? Uh, is he still working in the business? I don't... I remember him. Yeah, he was great. I don't nice think... Nice guy. Um, he is, to be honest. I'm not sure exactly huh. what he's doing, but I know he got married and has a kid and he's happy, and that's okay. all that matters. That's you know cool. that... He got through his unlike me and Steve situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not married no, either. I bet the gold makes the chocolate taste terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so I'm lucky. But I'm one of ten children, wow. and five of us got married and five of us didn't. Wow. Isn't mm. that weird? Like my parents were split up, so maybe that has something to do with it. Oh. I don't know, but I don't feel like I have daddy issues. But maybe I do. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's just me pandering, <laughs> trying to get laid. There's some um, trucker out there just trying to get laid on the road. <laughs> you get laid on the road? No, and I should. People are yelling at me to do that more. I like if I'm in Philly or LA, I feel safer, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm in like Michigan, people are like, "Yeah, just put your Tinder on." I'm like, I don't yeah. have Tinder. I just. I just go outside and say, hey, who wants in? Like, nobody, I don't know how to do computers. One of those triangles Ma Engels had for when it was time for supper. It's weird that it's a vagina. Anyway, it's so gross. But yeah, I don't, but people do it. People do that, and I think that's who? fucking crazy. Who? Female comics on who? the road. I'm not giving names. Really? I would never. So but... just make up, just like he made up his name of his girl. So well, make up a name and right. just tell so me a Penny story. Right, so Penny Pangleton, okay. she'll, she'll just load in, to, like, um, go on to Tinder and switch the city. Penny Pangleton. <laughs> yeah, she'll switch go on the, the city. Switch the city. Right. And then she meets people, at, or they meet people, because there's a few of them, Pennies. And, um, and they, they go to the show. Yeah, they'll meet after the show, or they'll meet, you know, or they'll come in a day early. Like, what? Uh -huh. I can't. Like, now you're, that's crazy. Disgusting. You don't, not that, it, 
oh, a guy did it, it would be fine. What do you mean it's disgusting? Uh, all that, whatever. I'm an old man. Okay, I get it. Because guys do it all the time, but guys won't use a computer. They'll just meet somebody after the show for yeah. the most part, right? Yeah. And every once in a while, like, I remember we worked Vegas a lot, and I'd meet somebody, and I'd talk to them a little bit. But I still, I got nervous. I was like, I don't live here. You uh. know what I mean? I don't know them. Not that it's any better where you live, but I, I think you should be killed in a city that people are familiar with you so they know to pick you up and <laughs> send you where you got to be. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just have this idea of, like, if you, they're already a familiar stranger that you meet online. Now you're in another state, city. What, it's crazy. It's also different now. You know, than sure. it was when you're in tw in your 20s. Yeah. Yeah, I have you friends. In your 20s, it's a little bit more normal just to meet someone and hook right. up. You know, <laughs> it's like you guys are just kids and you're having fun. At this age, yeah, I should be playing age, Beat the Clock, though. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm out with hurry. the bell. Yeah, I'm you like, get hurry, in. Yeah. Hurry up before it shuts down. See, see. <laughs> when does it see. shut down? See. I don't know. They say that, though. But mine isn't. It's not shutting. No. Steve, should I leave you guys alone? No. <laughs> I Susie, wanna... I apologize. Your name's for Sally, my... for crying Sally. out loud. You already forgot her name? Jesus. Her name. I'm not like, you, you You came out with Penny Pendleton. Like we were in a <laughs> Groundlings a, audition. It's it was from like, a John Ellen Waters Hoare, movie. Welcome to Sunday Company. You were just like, Paulie goes, fake name, Penny Pendleton. <laughs> like, that was Don't you ever improv. watch uh, um, John Waters? John Waters, the from Baltimore, the crazy guy. Oh, yeah. he's the oh, best. Oh no! Yeah, he's amazing. Yes. Oh my God. He I has... saw one of his movies once, and I'm still scarred. Pecker, which one? I'm not saying. Pecker's which where one. Penny Pang. I mean, uh, Penny Pangleton's from Hairspray. Where? Which one did you? I'm see? not. Really? Yeah, it's, I was horrified. Pecker's one of my favorites. Full of grace, you would die. And the grandma has a, a a Virgin Mary that she thinks speaks to her. He's a scorned Catholic. Leave him alone. He's funny. He's great. He's very funny. He was doing here shows in the main room. It was so exciting. Oh, wow. Really? A, a Christmas show. Oh, wow. And obviously it was BC before COVID, but he was packing it out. Then he'd sit on stage in the main room. People would line up and come up and take pictures with him. He was literally the nicest man ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't believe that I got to, like, at the very end, he was like, anybody from the staff want to take pictures? You're like, I'm still here. I'm Troy hanging was out. Just at, Troy's out on the road with Gabe, who is the, Gabriel Iglesias. the nicest person. You have ever. to say like, it not like just, that. Not just nicest comedian. I think he might he be really the nicest is. person. 100%. And he was saying, like, he would stay till 4 in the morning taking pictures with people. And like, not charging them. No, I've never seen anybody treat human beings so consistently amazing as Gabriel. Which is why he sold out Dodger Stadium. And he's doing Couldn't he's be impressive. Do, that, like, do a I'm, second one. Yeah, I'm so happy for him. There's nothing Two? better. Yeah. Two. Even Dice is like, good for him. God bless his Yeah, heart. it's amazing. That's incredible. Dodger Stadium. It's he insane. just added another show, and the tickets are flying. Flying. I mean, he he's hilarious. Yes. But to also see somebody care that much about people mm -hmm. and also that's be that amazing. successful, that's proof to me God's real. That's awesome. Yeah, he, um, you know, they all used to work here in the when I was waiting tables, Felipe mm. Esparza. I know mm. I say their names like that, but it's sort of a, a joke of Freddie Soto's mom. Freddie Soto's mom would be real sweet and be talking to you and like normal, and then all of a sudden she'd say, we were on vacation in Cancun, and I, like right. <laughs> just go right back to English. But anytime it was like, so every time I say a name, I say Felipe Esparza, or, you know, you have to add to it, Gabriel Iglesias. Um, I wish Freddie was here for the 50th. Oh 
Yeah, I don't know where he is. There are, there's a bunch of texts, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to read them. Who mm. cares? We'll just do it without him. We don't need him. Fuck mm. Rick. He's fired. No, I'm kidding. Um, and plus, he has a spot, so he may have pulled in and they pulled him on. That could be what that's. Oh, that could be. So, but, um, so what else? We're, I had a million questions, Paulie, and now I forget all of them because of we went we got off course. What's your happiest memory of the comedy store? Ooh, that's a good one. Top Ooh. five. Rick, there's Rick. No, uh, Rick. We were just saying, fuck Rick. Oh yes. Does he have to go on He's right here. now? It took him an hour. This is my happiest Rick, moment ever. The we literally store. were just saying, "Fuck Rick, he hate yeah. a, hates us, he quit Dean, us." Dean, shut the door, guys. please. Hi, uh, everybody. It's good to see you, Rick. So, I, still I, the happiest man. That dude, he filled was just... with darkness. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, hour about an hour and twenty-two minutes to get here. Okay, good time. That means LA's back. I got the double police cars weaving on the highway routine. Okay. Oh, what mm. the fuck is that? That's only here I've seen it. It's you know what I'm talking about? Oh, where yeah, they, when they slow down they, the traffic. They go in front of yeah. you. Wow, and then really? They, and you got stuck on it. that thing? I was I've, like three cars from... <gasps> was it road construction or something? Yeah, they usually do that when they're setting up the cones. Or if there's or an accident. Or an accident, like yeah, a few know. miles Congra- out. Congratulations. Thanks. I heard. <laughs> right? All the words. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that must have been cool, right? Yeah, man, it was great. Was it the best ever? Yeah, it was very fun. Have you talked about it yet? On your podcast? I have not, no. So this is nope. the first this time. This is it. All right. You did. You broke his cherry. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Like, did he buy you a no, car? I found that out. I was so stoked for you. Me too. That's Thanks, fucking man. awesome. He thought you were going to come in with a leather jacket, high collar, glasses, yeah. throw your What's keys up, at him. It, I, you know, I am I perform exclusively in suits now on the road. So did you Really? Have to, uh, did you have he to wear a suit? Yeah. Oh, that's That's awesome. fucking hilarious. Yeah. He was just like, I think it would work better. It'd look more professional. I'm like, all right. So I'm out there looking like I, I just bought a suit to go to homecoming. <laughs> just like this doesn't, look, this, this doesn't look cool yeah. at all. Did you buy it in Boston? No, I bought it here. Oh, so you travel with the suit. Yeah, tra- yeah I had so my... So he texted you. He's like, yo, we're talking about Chris Rock, by the way. Yeah. So Chris Rock, right? Yeah. Um, so he texted you and he says, yo, wear a suit. Oh, uh, he called me. Oh, he called you. Yeah. That's hilarious. He's a caller. He's <laughs> older. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, he called and. and um, you, did you think he was kidding? I I honestly didn't think it was actually him. I knew you were gonna say that. The initial, I'm like, this. Could, I know so many people. This could be Kyle Dunnigan trying to ruin me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what's going through my head. And it's this like, is, is this a radio the prank? Smack or after the smack? This is like a five weeks Way before. before the smack. Oh, so a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, he told you you're opening for me. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah, he just said you're gonna open for me some shows on on this tour. And I was like, cool. Because he saw you in the main room? Yep. Killing it? Yeah. He uh, he came up to me afterwards. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's pissed. <sighs> I thought I was going to get bumped first. So I'm just like, oh, this, how long am I going to be here? But then they're <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want to go up. I'm like, oh, all right. So I went up and then um, no, I was standing in the parking lot and he came out. He was looking at me. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm about ready to yeah, get a get a talking to. Um, then he's just like, you don't give a fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then he just busted all the balls of the other comics standing. He was like, you guys are fine. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, nice. He's putting me up above him. 
<laughs> Somebody gets it. Yeah, well, <laughs> looks, like, looks like someone has the best eye for talent in the business. <laughs> go on, Mr. Rock. <laughs> so go on. Oh, uh, yeah. So then he called me like a week later, and Neil Brennan was like, hey, uh, Chris Rock might call you. I'm like, okay. And then he called me like immediately. But, yeah, he just said, you want to come open for me? And I'm like, yeah. And then in my mind, I'm like, fuck, I really should probably go ask my wife if this is... Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I take care of the tour. kids and um but yeah, then I went down. I was like, yeah, so I just said I was going to I'd be opening. She's like, yeah, you got to do that. That's <laughs> so oh, thank awesome. God. So. so he flew you uh from LA to Boston? Yep. Flew to Boston. Um and then it was like it was like traveling with the Beatles. <laughs> It was like paparazzi everywhere. That was right after the incident, yeah. right? Yeah, this is two days after oh the Oscars. Goodness. And so everyone's trying so to get I don't the first about this We'll have great. to do another podcast where you talk to us. We're going to just interview you. <laughs> I like it. Because I'm, I'm awesome. into it. No, I know, but this is what, yeah. what's happening right now. This 100%. is a big deal. I mean, yeah. you've been here at the a store forever, bro. Yeah, man. And this was like a really... 20 years this, yeah. this year. And this Damn. is like a huge break for him. Yeah, so it's this, amazing. I'm so happy for you. And when Thanks, it's, guys. it's a yeah. break from here, which is a big yeah. deal, like you got seen here, because obviously it's the only place you like to perform. Yeah. And how it's the only place that? that'll have me, Eleanor. Let's That's be real. That's not true. Other places. I could probably you. do the <laughs> Long Beach Laugh Factory if I want to <laughs> kill myself. Hey, it's left less time in traffic. Oh, we're um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna so actually we're bump you. There's a, a guy who's done comedy one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, get him up for sure. So tell us how it went. So you, you see, you're traveling with the Beatles. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's basically just get in everywhere as quick as you can. How are the crowds in Boston? Wasted. <laughs> I mean, and Atlantic City. Really they were yelling shit out about the whole Will Smith thing. Yeah, lot. yeah, that was fucked up. Did you, you get to destroy people? Yeah, Are you I, like his verbal bodyguard? That more or less, it's just I go out and set the mood. I'm oh, like, you were like an attack dog. <laughs> yeah, they have him on a leash. Frazier Smith told me the best story once that when he was doing morning radio, Ronnie James Dio was going to come in and be the guest, like at the peak of Dio's powers. And uh, he said when Dio showed up, there was two giant bodyguards holding Doverman pinchers. Wow. Barking, and then Dio was walking behind them, and I just always imagined Rick as those Doberman pinchers. <laughs> uh, that's what Jimmy and Joey used to. Hey, wow. hey Don, wow. hey Don, call call off your pit bull. <laughs> they, they really say yeah. that. Don's like he's he's not my dog. He's just that's an independent human being. <laughs> call off your pit bull. That's so that, good. Always because Don obviously was in on D O'Neill and Danish and I ruining their sets, but. <laughs> He just had to play it the way he could. Comedy store fun, man. Yeah. That's how, it's, it's so you went, you went out just for two shows? We did uh, six shows in Boston and then Whoa. two shows in Atlantic City. That's awesome. Six shows. Where'd you play Boston? Wilbur. At the Wilbur. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That place so is dope. Great Yeah, place. it's awesome. It's a great venue. It's like yeah. comedy club on the bottom yeah. with like a two- the, the tears. Yeah, yeah, built above it. Killer. It's a gorgeous theater. It's beautiful. Eleanor, were you on the radio in Philly talking about Rick at one point? I said that he was opening for him, yeah. Yeah, because I had friends Atlantic City. calling me. <laughs> I heard your friend Eleanor talk about your other friend Rick. 
<laughs> it's kind of like you're making it because people I've heard you talk about are on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I do WIP, the sports okay, radio that's what a lot. Been. I was like, so I they don't... were calling because they were like, what, you know, is this crazy? Like an Angelo, the guy. Uh, Cal- uh, hey, Angelo, long time listener, Cal- first time caller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Angelo was like, I'm never watching a Will Smith movie again. And I was like, wow. And so, these are Philly guys. Like, mm-hmm. so they were pissed. So how was, because I saw Chris. I saw because I was across the street at the Pendry Hotel, right mm-hmm. here across the street. I was having coffee and I saw him walk by. And this was the night, the morning before the Oscars. Huh. So I call him like, "Yo, Chris, come here." And he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And he, we sit down for a while, and we talk. And and then the ne- that next night that happened. So Jeez. I mean, what what? And he obviously everything was normal. But how's he been? Because he hasn't said anything. Yeah, he's. Seems good. Yeah. He's like, he's cool about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, he's like, it shit happened. Weirder. You know? But yeah. it was, but he really got hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was, it was fucked up. Yeah. It's, the dude was angry. Yeah. He might, but, he might have some issues. Yeah. He yeah. Ha- he definitely has yeah. some issues. I mean, honestly, but I think he, it's a man just falling apart. Yeah. And the fact that uh, she came out, Jada came out and said, um, he shouldn't have hit him, bitch. Uh-uh. He should leave you. I mean, she, <laughs> she's disgusting. Yeah. I never liked that lady. Whatever. I don't care. For the, the joke was silly, whatever. But I really think he is just, because they're so public, mm. their life is so public, and they put all that out there. Their infidelity yeah. is so public. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made, like, if you say entangle, entanglement, is that the word? Entanglement? Yeah. I was in an entanglement. That's how she described having sex with somebody else. Like, insane. People say that all the time, so they put it out there. People just run with it, so I, I can't understand. I have to go perform. Rick, this is oh, bullshit. Gosh. No, this is no. He's he he's. Come on. <laughs> I'm happy for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, plus, when did your album come out? I oh, came down here. Supportive Polly is the best. Policy. Supportive <laughs> Polly is the best. Hey, take take a look over there. Look at that handsome gentleman just standing right there. Yo, Whoa, it's up? buckets, it looks like. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how what's handsome up? he is what's and up? tall. Yes. Does he want to come set, Rick. speak? Bye, what's Rick. Up, bro? Come back if you're. we're still here. So is that, what it was your take? Um, should we invite him in? <laughs> what? Should we invite him in? If no. they want, you want to come in? Look how cute he is. The what? I can't get over how tall he is. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't see. Oh, oh, the I'm, light's I'm in your way. Light, yeah. It's his nephew. Yes. No yeah, that's, yeah, way. Caleb and Lola. Gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lola's was too. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, remember your mom used to call him Buckets, like after the Rick? football player. No, the, your nephew. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? So yeah, I remember yeah, when yeah. he was a baby in Chicago, we went to yeah, go visit yeah, him. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just amazing how whatever time goes by. You, you realize how old you are when you see, like, for me, when I see my nieces and nephews, I'm like, She's getting married. She's mm. having a kid. You know, yeah. you start freaking out. You're like, this is crazy. And the cats in the cradle, cradle and in the, the silver spoon. Yeah, my nephew Sean has two kids and is married and has a doctrine in nursing. I'm like, who am Shawnee, I? Sean, the one that used to yeah, come out here from Penn State? Yes, my baby nephew. My little baby nephew has two kids. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, he married a doctor. Way to go, Sean. Hi, Shawnee. Um, good kids. So, anyway, but what it was your take on that? Slap. Like, honestly, the radio in Philadelphia, the reason they called was because they were asking, had I ever had an incident like that? And I have. Have you guys? Like, I know nobody laid hands on me. <laughs> like, that's crazy. But it, they've charged at me. So really? Just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I never have. 
Really? Mm-mm. Wow. I remember that's and how Steve I became friends with Fat James. Put joy in your heart. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I became friends with Fat James. Did he attack you? No. Eddie Griffin was doing one of his things back mm-hmm. when I was like 2001. I yeah. Was, uh, 2000 maybe. And there was like a drunk, rednecky kind of guy. <clears throat> and Eddie was doing his thing. And the guy stands up and he was like, I have had enough of your lip, mister. And then the guy sat down. And then I'm, I'm get everything calm or whatever. And I'm like <laughs> in the OR, you know, like at the ticket booth thing. And then something happens. And the guy just goes up. And I don't know where it came from, but I just kicked him because he was tall. He's like six yeah. six. And I kicked him behind his knee because he was going towards the stage. And then I got him in a full Nelson, then all the tables, and everybody started to jump on us. And then I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And and, but then I felt like the, like, I felt like a a, a silverback gorilla. Right. And I was like, whatever this is, I can't handle this. And then I hear, I got your back, buddy. I got your back. And it was Fat James, God rest his soul. (laughs) And that's how we became friends because that guy charged this. I've seen it happen here. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Dave Taylor. You know how insulting he can be. So yeah. he was like ripping this couple to shreds, ripping them to shreds. And were people, were people laughing? Uh, other little... people were laughing, but <laughs> other the, the four were. people at yeah. this table were not. And they were very, um, I don't mean to say it without being, they were waspy, very mm. waspy, very white, khaki pants, you know, tiki torches. No, it was mm. before that. But you know what I mean? Superior that type, bone structure, money in the bank. 100%. Yeah. So I was. I'm waiting tables and I'm watching them and I'm thinking, fuck, they're getting really mad. And it was a Monday night because Frazier was hosting and Frazier go, Dave Taylor got off and the guy got up, broke the bottle (gasps) and put it behind his back and charged Dave. Oh, he got right there to Dave. And I just jumped right in the middle of him. I go, oh, I'm sorry. Did I get your bill? And he, he was like, oh, like looking around me with this bottle. And I go, sir, you're gonna have to sit down. You're gonna have to put that down and you have to sit down. And it worked? And he did. I don't know why, I don't know what Grace happened, but I was like, I'm gonna have to tackle him because there's he'll kill David. David's tall, but I don't think he could fight. Especially you... with a shattered <laughs> beer bottle. I know, I was like, what the fuck, who did that? Frazier saw the whole thing and he was like, Okay. Cut it out. Yeah, let's just get back to the comedy, folks. Is Frey's going to be here tomorrow? I hope so. I hope yeah. so, too. I mean, I, they have a list of people. Oh, you know. Give, give me the scoop. I've, uh, you just, all we had to do was make sure if they didn't have an email, we added an email. But mm. pretty much every name, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people. I just, I'm a little nervous. Too, I'm happy to right? be yeah, here. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why are we nervous? Are you? Nervous? I don't know. I'm nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I won an like, MTV it's, contest it's, finally. It's <laughs> almost like <laughs> stay at Polly Shore's house. Come to the Comedy Store 50th anniversary. But you did win a contest, didn't you? Win a contest yeah. with Polly, and that's how you got. Yeah, here? I still can't believe we're friends. Like my girlfriend, like she thought like I was kind of lying. Really? Yeah. She was like, "So your friend, Polly Shore, your friend is letting you Where stay." Where did you see him perform? TLA. In Philly, yeah, I was, yeah, I, was I was hosting the best comic of Philly out, out of TLA twenty That's years great... ago, right? Yeah, 20 yeah. Years and ago. so it was. So he came out and in twenty two years did really well, and then he, yeah. he he ended his show with fucking break dancing. Yeah, break dancing, <laughs> and then we started break dancing <laughs> together. Piece of linoleum, okay. And then he won the trip to London. Yeah, and then Dean and pa- Paulie was like, I we did the uh, the worm together yeah. off stage. <laughs> I had no material whatsoever, but I was having so much fun. I'm like, yeah, I'm a comedian, it was Chris dog. Farley. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Doing Chris yeah. and then uh, yeah, 
And then Paulie breakdance with me, and I'm like, this is the greatest. Yeah. Because I like never Tell went on spring break, or I it, never did anything cool. And then like the coolest person ever was like, dude, you're really funny. You should be at the comedy store. I'm like, I will be. <laughs> I'm gonna go pee, but tell him, tell him the, uh, tell him the story uh, uh, of jo- the guy that jumped off the bus. Oh no, I'm not telling that. Story. You have oh. to. Oh, I'll wait for you. Why? Well, I, you can, you know the whole story. Is what? it God sick? Yes. It's okay. We tell it all the time. Oh, you have told it? <laughs> Ish. Yeah, a little bit. It was I, fucking people weird. People bring him up and they go, what happened to him? And then Rick usually reminds people that he flipped out. But he's doing well, luckily. Good, I don't know God. what he was going through, but he he was hilarious. hilarious. He was a door Great. guy here. He was funny. Yeah, San Diego. He, yeah, he yeah. fucking. But I, I believe he's got his shit to get. Whatever Good. happened. I'm not sure. Hey man, everybody hits a rough patch or two in life. Sure, but I'm not one to ever judge anybody. Being ever. there, being there, how what it, was that like? Because like, were you on it's the horrifying. bus? Yeah. So yeah. and he just snaps and gets jumps off while the bus was still moving. Wow. And wow. honestly, like it must it was a miracle. Yeah. Like it, it was like what? Uh, it I don't it saved tell this story. his life though. Yeah. To an extent. Oh, and I was very, very grateful that we found him and that he, yeah. he wasn't hurt. Right. You know, and that he wasn't just, you know. Yeah. I I'm, mean, I made sure, you know, that we. He's not a punchline. He's a fucking no, human being person. and he's a good guy. Great and person. It, that's the weird thing. Like people are go, you know, OK, like Will Smith. Right. Yeah. That's a snapping moment. That's a Bro, fucking snapping moment for him. There's just we live he's in a society a where there's person. no more compassion. Right. He's just not none. a bad person that's why like when angelo cataldi was saying like i'm never watching a will smith i was like really dude like like he's really going through something obviously i mean of course i was making jokes people don't act like that right like i was trying because we're on the radio to make jokes but i still see that that's two human beings in a situation on a fucking world stage yeah and and it's awful for both parties involved neither party is you know, happy about the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, oh. I, I I do think. Did you see um, Gerard Carmichael's uh, SNL? Oh I loved his no, monologue. I, oh, I loved his. Yeah. Did Gerard ho- did he host SNL? He hosted SNL, and his monologue was great. His monologue, That's incredible. It was just like, should we talk about it? Can we talk about? It? Like I retweeted it, and the amount of hate that people wrote nasty things about how this is the death of comedy. I'm like, I didn't guys... see the end of his monologue. Oh, it was so good. What did he, what was the end of it? Uh, he goes, uh, he goes, I don't know when I'm ever going to get on a live stage or on live TV again. And I don't know this man, but I need to help him. Cause apparently in his monologue that he probably, you know, like for comics, you fantasize about something like that like if you get a big shot like snl or something you you fantasize about what your monologue would be right like what you want to talk about it's exciting right and he probably had it all written out if i know gerard he's so fucking precise and on top of things that the minute he found out he was doing snl he probably wrote a monologue and then that happened so he had to rewrite it so he uh, Lauren Michaels came in his thing and was like, look, you got to save the world. He's like, look, I've been gay for 48 hours. I got I can't even save my family. Those homophobes like I don't know what you want me to do with the world. Right. Right. And so uh, he goes, I I don't know when I'm going to be on a live stage again. He goes, so um, 
I need to talk to somebody. Barack, what's up? How you doing? Uh, can you meet me at camera two? And then he turns and it goes to camera two. And he's like, the world needs healing. We need you. You sold us on hope. And he just like went into And people went crazy. It was such a good, well, tight monologue for me. For something, for somebody that had to be forced to talk. Yeah, to, at the last minute. At the last minute. This. You got four days five days mm. right mm. where they start on monday and saturday they're doing it six days so because he in the beginning he was like dude it's only been five days it mm. feels like two years and it's only been five days yeah. i just thought he handled it like we were talking about will and chris like both of them are human beings that are ne neither one of them are excited about the situation no. it's an awful horrible thing whatever he's going yeah. through i hope he gets help and yeah you know that's gotta fuck up chris yeah he bullied his really whole bad. life yeah I, his fucking, whole life. I felt bad for him yeah he it took it i gotta be honest he took that shot pretty good though he was impressed like he rolled with it i'm like hey he didn't he didn't get shook at all it's like chris rock yeah but it broke my heart that like here's a guy from philly who acts out like that right mm. and then a guy from philly won the oscar and it, it was overshadowed mm. That's why I thought terrible. what Denzel Washington like, said was just so beautiful. beautiful. It's be it, There's a lot right. of truth to it. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, but it's a weird ass time. Every day above mm, ground is like a weird ass fucking time. Weird ass. I mean, the shit that's going on overseas. We were talking about that. Like all that fucking crazy, crazy time. And it, what, what I find so heartbreaking is that all this, all the suffering of the last few years hasn't made people nicer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It's, I, I even. I still have hope, though. I think we are going to figure you. this out. I'm proud of you for having hope. Do you have hope? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Boy. No, I. Um, I'm working on. No, it. I. Uh, um, I. Uh, I. I think that um, we all appreciate things a lot more now than we did, and I think yeah. COVID, in a way, was good. I know, think COVID you know, because I think it, it 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 made us all unplug. Yeah. yeah, you know, it made us all unplug, and it made us, you know, I was I was a, a I don't want to say a coward, but I'm I moved out of L.A. because I couldn't handle the way that they're treating people here. Yeah, yeah, you know, the government and the governor and the yeah. mayor and all that shit, just like it was unlivable. Yeah, it was just like you know that's why I think most people bailed California. Agreed. Because you know my neighborhood's still overrun. You know, by by just this whole, you know, you can't do this, you can't, you know what I mean, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And L.A. is supposed to be the opposite of that. Yep. L.A. is supposed to be freedom and and you know and and say what you want. It's quite the opposite. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of the guys moved to Texas. Yeah. Because in Texas and Florida, you could say what the fuck you want and be however you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it's it's weird because it seems like it seems like liberals are not liberals and and and, and, and republicans are are not republicans yeah yeah it's you know switched. it's like you never, yeah. is that right kind it seems of. like that to me li li liberals it feels liberals that way. feel like very kind of you they know, want to control things ass are tight and very mm. kind of and, and it used to not be that yeah, way they I mean, used back in the hippie days the in the hippie days it was the, you know the, the the democrats were freedom and say whatever you want do whatever you want Fun. And, and the Republicans the were the and the yeah. Republicans were the conservatives one, but now it's the opposite. A hundred percent. Every time I work certain markets, you always test it with mm. a certain joke, mm. right? And depending on the response, you know what your crowd is. And so I did it in Detroit, mm. and these guys went fucking crazy. They were like, "Fuck yeah!" And I was like, "Oh shit, this is a full." 
Trump rally right now. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, kill Joe Biden. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All I said was, I mean, I wasn't even close to that level mm-hmm. of making fun mm-hmm. of them. I was making fun of, I think it was just L.A., basically mm. and um but it, it was dice said i was opening for him we were at detroit um the motor city casino and it was he goes that crowd was like 1987 mm-hmm. they were so wild a fight broke out like mm. they were flipping the fuck out i worked for kid rock too and they is he nice the best he seems nice yeah uh, but their crowd his crowds are like that yeah his crowds are wild like yeah. that and we're doing the rhyme and theater on april cool 18th congratulations in legendary yeah wow. it's a comedy festival in nashville and it's oh, like wow. um donnell rawlings and shane gillis and J- uh big jay Olkerson. oh it's a sick lineup so i'm excited yeah uh, chris porter because he chris porter, porter also used to do kids um cruise so oh, oh it's a kid rock comedy show yeah it's a, he's he's kicking off the um nashville comedy festival at the ryman theater and he asked me specifically to do it, so I was Eleanor. That is all. That's my boy. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, that's people. awesome. But his crowd's wild like that, and I'm assuming they're Republicans, conservative, right? Because he's people get mad at him for his political Whatever. stance. I don't. I if you meet him, literally yeah, the nicest chilled, guy yeah. on the fucking planet. I have a funny story about him. Really? Yeah, of course. Is it good or bad? No, it's cool. Oh, okay, it's good. really cool. So. When he first hit, I was hanging out with Fred Durst a lot. Okay. You know, and I was in I was in New York, and Kid Rock was in New York. We were hanging out with Fred, and Fred did, was it, fuck, I think it was, who was in New York after, was Con- Conan was in New York. Yeah, it was Conan. Oh, okay. When Conan was had the spot mm-hmm. after Letterman. Yes. Yep. Um, remember that was cool. That's when Conan in the was year two thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like when Conan was fucking awesome. When Chris yeah. Farley was a guest on Conan, yeah, I was it just was like, "Great, record it, record it." Yeah. So we, me and Kid Rock, went out on stage with Limp Biscuit when they did Faith. Oh wow! So it's if you watch the video, if you find it. It's basically Fred and the band singing. Me and Kid Rock are in the background dancing. That's how no, how much <laughs> oh no one knew God. who Kid Rock was. Wow. wow. Yeah, this was at the beginning. Wow. Yeah, if you bring my name up to him, he'll 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 smile because I mean this was when he first started. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and he so had little cool. Josie with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and all and all that. Uh, hey, oddly, um, Fred became friends with my nephew through a game they play online okay. and they got really close and oh, so my niece and nephew came out here and they're like oh we're staying at fred durst I'm, like, oh, I'm offering my apartment they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna stay with fred i'm like god damn so cool. they became yeah. really close like my nephew's really close yeah. with him he's the sweetest guy we went yeah. and had um and i said i used to wait on you years ago when you would come in with Polly. And then he's like, oh, yeah. But how would he remember? You know what I mean? Probably goes everywhere. Yeah. But I remember him coming here and hanging out with you yeah. way back. Yeah. In the it's 2000s. Yeah. yeah. I remember when he let you use his bodyguard, Richie. Remember yeah. that dude? Yeah. <laughs> so Steve, Steve, you opened for me for what, 10 years? I, 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 20 like, years, 15 yeah, years, years, forever. It's so funny. I mean, when he first came out. Remember I remember when, you when came he came out first... and I pointed at my clothes? Oh, all what? come on. It was like living with your big bro- <laughs> big brother. I was like, yeah, me and Paul are going to be doing cool stuff. And then he would just 
give me the business. Like I remember once he oh, was wow. like he like I'm like I'm on a tour bus. <laughs> it was the best. He was into it though. He was into it. dirty laundry. It was the best. I was like Louis Anderson. <laughs> right now I'm on fries, and that's when the, I was like. But that's how green he was. So I made him yeah, do yeah, that yeah. shit. You made he was me super. I didn't. I let him go on the road with me for a while and yeah. never let him go on stage. Yeah, just old t-shirts. Oh wow. I was okay. Yeah, because it was hard for him. He yeah. didn't know. He was green. You, and plus, these people are paying a lot of money. Yeah. I always think of the audience. You yeah. can't you know, just throw like, You can't, anybody. like, just because you're friends with them, oh, put them up. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're paying money to see. You got to have someone. So I was like, yo, this is the road. This is what it's like. Yeah. You know, and get yeah. in the rhythm. And he and bought me a recorder. Like, and then yeah. he would sit and write after yeah, shows. I would yell at him. I would yell yeah. at him. Yeah, it was really He was hard. always giving me. Yeah, he was like Pi May from Kill Bill. Right, like, right. No. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. But I remember so yeah. much. Yeah. And I remember no, one of the most. a whole long history. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. history, but that's yeah. a good yeah. uh, thing to do. I've done it with a lot of guys. I was just going to say, and I'm so a happy to see that guys. tradition go on. A lot of guys. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Josh Martin now. Yeah. He's a killer. He's been killing it. Killing it. Yeah. So. But with Steve, you know, Steve was green off, off of, out of Philly. Yeah. And he, I don't want to say he was terrible. I mean, we were all terrible when we first started. 100%. But, but his, you know, he was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And and then eventually Steve just kind of started talking and not thinking about it. And then eventually he created his own cadence. Yeah. You know, and that was just by not ever thinking about the jokes. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of like, hey, I'm just going to sit and tell stories. Yeah. And yeah. then once he did that, he got then, into the himself. Jokes, then the jokes started to kind of like, you know, pop and right. Yeah. And they were like long stories, but they were like there was at the beginning, there was no comedy. It was just like him saying, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to I'm going to just tell stories. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you, you surrendered. And I always kind of. Looked up to him on that because that's hard. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, just to go. You know what? I'm fuck. I'm fuck my act, <laughs> and I'm just gonna sit and talk. Talk. Yeah, yeah. we know where I got that from though, because you. I mean, it was. Nelly was the number one rapper in the country. That's how long ago. Okay. It was. And I we did two shows at an improv, and the first show I murdered, mm. murdered, <laughs> and the second show I struggled. And uh, mm. whoever we were with was like, Polly wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the business. And you were like, you know what you did different? And I'm like, no. You were like, you tried to recreate the first, the first show mm. instead of being in the moment and just creating in the second one. You were like, your first show killed because you were out of your head. You were alive. Mm. You were in the moment. In the you were like, you have to always bring that energy to prepared material to whatever you're going to do. Don't recreate, create. And I was yeah. like, that's great. That was like one of the best. And I got that as an open mic comic. I got that. I was emceeing and I'm like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You have to be alive in the moment with that crowd. That's what people pay for is that it's energy true. is for that experience. Yeah. And but also- you, you had a upbringing like that. You, you weren't just like catered in like, oh, my mom owns the comedy store. I get to go on. You had no, to I learn. Stayed, no, I stayed away for a long. No, I had to make it quick. You know, I had a lot of pressure on me to make it quick. Mm. But really? just back to back to the, just. Because people always ask me about, you know, stand up and, mm-hmm. and, and acting yeah. as well. Yeah. And the first the first advice that I give to everyone is to listen. Mm. Right. You understand? So listen to the audience. Listen to the other actor. Don't go on. Don't go. Oh, I'm going to kill him. That's what I learned from Richard Pryor. And that's what I learned from Sam. People are always like, would you learn from those guys that you like so much? I mean, they listened. Yeah. So Richard would go on and he would he would 
he would, you know, the audience would come and then he would play off it. And if you sure. ever notice how Richard Pryor dealt with hecklers, it was very nice. He was very nice. Yeah. It wasn't defensive. Yeah. You know, like some comics get really defensive. Right. You know what I mean? If you're really sweet and then eventually you can hit them. Right. You, you know, he but lure him in. Yeah. But he'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah and then knowing he's going to smash Smart. him. Yeah. So that was that was uh, uh, the one thing I really learned about, you know, about stand up from those guys, especially Richard. That's incredible. You said yeah. he was a super sweet human being off stage. Yeah. Right? He was very gentle. And he, he always like when he would park his car here, he would always kind of like he wouldn't like, you know, a lot of comics that are that famous. They would just kind of walk in, you know, he would like stop and talk to every p single person. I love that. You know, and just be like, I love that. you know, because he felt that energy, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, so. I remember my last night hanging out with your mom at the club. Ooh. And we were sitting on the belly room steps. Mm. She wanted me to sit somewhere specifically with her. We went for her booth to the steps, and then as we were talking, she was like, you know why we're sitting here? I'm like, I don't know, because you said. Because <laughs> you know? I'm following you around. <laughs> uh, and she was like, this is where I used to sit with Richard. Mm. And she said that he it was the only place in the comedy store where he could kind of hide. Yeah. Because people would look for him. They'd steps. walk through the, yeah, they'd walk through the bar, and they're like, oh, he's not back here. And then he'd look down the hallway, and they wouldn't, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he was up just high enough where they couldn't see That him. little inter, yeah. yeah. I used to hate when people came down the belly room steps the wrong way. I'm like, we are hiding here. You know, <laughs> like, get out. And all the waitresses would be putting on their makeup or doing coke or whatever. But, like, we were in that area. And so I get that. That's a cute... <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, why was there pressure for you to make it so fast? I mean, my thing is you're growing up in the, like your mom would say, the best comedy college mm. there is. The, you know, yeah. you're watching the greatest of the greatest. You're watching Pryor. You're watching Kenniston. You're watching them every night. And now you want to do stand-up. How did that ever even come into your head? Well, I I mean, if ever since I was a kid, whatever I got into, I, I – did it 110 percent whether it was yeah. break dancing can i tell was, a story yeah okay. <laughs> one time i was opening up for paulie is when i have so many amazing memories Thank i love you that God. you're a break dancer how about this we're i don't know maybe it was sandy's comedy club out in the oh, desert yeah, this or is something when ari and steve was there. oh no it's no oh, no 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 no, no, no. I, can i tell a paulie story please fine but so there's a drunk guy that looks like the skipper from gilligan's island <laughs> backstage okay, okay. and it's paulie's old little league coach <laughs> Hammer, and he yeah, was Billy like, Kennedy. "So this guy stumbles out on my team, and I'm, and he's like, he goes, but let me tell you something. He put the work in, and Paulie became an all-star baseball little leaguer, yeah, right? I was on the all-star team, all-star team, and he goes, this kid worked his ass off, and he goes, that's when I knew whatever he put his mind to, he was going to be a success. Yeah. I mean, look at the house, yeah. that I built. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Fucking, it's you know, ridiculous. I mean, it took me on like, a tour. It's yeah. insane. So, me and Don Barris. But, but and him. I got, I got that. I guess I got that from my my mom. You know, she's mm. really hard. Yeah. She was really hard. So I was really hard on myself, and I always, um, I always, whatever I got into, if I liked something, I really, you know, whether it was cooking. Yeah. I and mean, I got into cooking. I I was the sh cook at the comedy store in Westwood, Westwood when right. I was 14. Wow. And I cooked, and but I was good. Yeah. People would eat and be like, fuck, this is good. Thanksgiving's you know I mean? at your house. Yeah, I cook for everyone for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So for comedy, when I finally decided to do it, I, I just took it very serious. Very serious. I mean, yeah. I took it more serious even back then than I took it now. I mean, I take it pretty serious now. Of course. Now. But back then, I would record every one of my shows on my mm -hmm. little tape recorder. I would go, I would go. Oh 
Yeah, I would go and I'd listen to and I rewrite the jokes. If you, I know we're all so fucking lazy, but if you were to if you were to watch your sets, yeah. you can really make your sets way better. If you just sit and watch your fucking sets game and film. listen to it, that's a hundred a game film. You're right. I used to run and listen to my sets. If you and listen, rewrite, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you because you can direct yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you go like that sucked. That right? go there. Yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. So I just you know for me it was just you know I took it very serious. And um, I, I, I planned everything, you know, I got my manager, and my agent and all that stuff. And and I just made it quick. You know what I yeah. mean? And then I, I did it a lot of it because of my mom, but also just because of that's who I was. You know, I didn't want to be like, you know, doing, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, Mitzi's kids doing it. And I don't make 100%. it to like 30 or 40. It's a lot more yeah. pressure. You know what I mean? So Too much pressure. So it was just like MTV came into my life. You know, when MTV needed me and I needed them. Right. You know, and, and what I did on MTV, you know, was fucking awesome. It, it was, was like, perfect. Yeah, it was like the timing yeah. was perfect. And it was all like, you know, everything kind of lined up. And then MTV was so big yeah. at the time when I did. It, and it was just like, it fucking just was, it blew up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then again, my mom, I mean, my mom like accepted me and let, let me mm-hmm. in. And, and I mean, even when I was, I became known she, she made me that's when she made me a paid regular mm-hmm. but i was like drawing people to the club yeah you know like people were coming to see me and she still was like giving me shit <laughs> like you're not ready you're not ready you know kind of like and she was right yeah because it was very much persona but it was for that time yeah didn't you get did or is there any truth to this i can't remember who told me could have been alan could have been somebody alan uh stevens um you were in uh vegas and oh yeah <laughs> didn't yeah. have a good set or something yeah no what happened was is is i was sam kennison's boy right you know wherever sam went i went you know okay. what i mean and and i thought i was like really cool of course you know because who he wouldn't was, yeah you're in that environment kid. yeah i was a kid and i was obsessed with him and he was so fucking funny Fuck and yeah. he was like so great <laughs> so when he got sued by united artists for a took you don't know the whole story. No, what's yeah. that? What's what took? The cursed script of Hollywood. Oh. Yeah. So he was supposed to play an okay. Eskimo. Yeah. I've heard of it. And yeah. um and he 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 got sued by I think United Artists for 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 you know leaving leaving the set. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rick Ingram, ladies and gentlemen, we actually don't need you anymore. We're good. No, hey, we're almost kidding. done, Rick. But no, no yeah. come on no, in. No, come back in. We'll do we'll do yeah, another we'll, one. We'll do we'll another tell, one. When he's Rick telling a Kennison story about yeah. the script that took. Yeah. Did you know so about that? Yeah. This is the cursed script. Yeah, see, yeah. that's good. Got I forgot Belushi the name of it. And yeah. Yes. So no, she was telling me about the story about Alan Stevens that what was it? Vegas. He, um he was in Vegas, didn't have a good set, and, he, and Mitzi was charging at you. And yeah. he was like, No, she's my mom. And Alan's like, Yeah, hey, you're about the the real Mitzi Shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was is um can we shut that? Because I can hear oh, the sorry. whole thing. Yeah. Um Oh, this is set up so nice, Rick. Smash your knees. Yeah. Smash no, your nuts. Yeah, so so what happened was is I thought I was really cool. Right. Hanging out with Sam. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I was part of the store. Right. It wasn't Mitzi's lineup. Right. You know, this yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, Mitzi's yeah. show. How this old are you Sam at this Kennedy. point? Nineteen. Okay. Wow. You know, nineteen twenty, Dang. yeah. Yeah. And um and uh and and Sam, you know, asked me to be outlaw number two. 
So on the Sam Kennison show, this is when he got sued for a took. Right. So he got sued, I think, for like five, ten million dollars, and they settled and blah blah blah. But he needed to work. Yeah. So he went on tour to. to so my mom gave him two weeks in Vegas. Okay. So that was the Dunes thing. So I was uh, Alan opened the show, and then I went on second, and then I think it was uh, Steve Kravitz or Mitchell Walters or no, no, I think I think it was uh, oh yeah Mitchell and then Carl and then Sam. So I did my set. Pretty stacked. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fucking dope. Yeah. yeah. So I did my set, and it didn't. It was. I wouldn't say it wasn't good. I was just really dirty. Ah. You know what I mean? And she didn't. Ah, okay. She, you know, she had a problem with me working dirty. So, um, so after the show, <laughs> so after the show, I'm like just chilling with the with you know the guys, in 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 and she starts beelining and she, and, my, and Alan says say bye to your mom and hello to that bitch Mitzi Shore. Right, right, and right. And she right. basically <laughs> said she's sending me home if I don't clean up my act. Oh wow. Yeah, so I had to like rework it and I was like, "Mom, I didn't say f you, but I'm like this isn't your show. This is Sam's show." You know, he's packing it in Whoa. here, not the comedy store, you know, because he was hot. Yeah. yeah. Sam was hot. Of course. He'd sell out you wherever know? he was. Oh, yeah. At. He was yeah. fucking, it was like fucking lines. Insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, and she says, well, it, while it's a comedy store sign, it's my show. Oh. Well, there's a comedy oh. store logo there. So, uh, um, all right. Checkmate, Mitchie. <laughs> Checkmate. I'm feeling that. So, feeling that. No, but I always Hook-a-dick. had, it was, you know, there was a lot of, you know, I had to go to therapy with my mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to go to therapy with my mom because there was times where we didn't talk, mm. you know. Um, and it was interesting because we saw this therapist in uh, in Venice named Jack Rosenberg, and he, <laughs> yeah, he was. I think he, he was gives a, the whole name. He <laughs> was great. cool. No, he was cool. He used to he used to he used to uh, record all all my all my uh, therapy sessions with okay. on the cassette, mm. and then at the end of it, he'd give it to me. And I had a couple with my mom, and I fucking threw them out. <gasps> you know, a long, t- long time ago. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking, you know what I mean? Sure, who would? But, You're like, um, I don't want to relive this. But yeah, but then after, you know, you go to therapy, then we we ha- we were cool. Mm-hmm. But it was just, you know, it was it was a, a very, um, it was tough. <laughs> I bet. You know, it was tough being, you know, her kid and and she can be to stand up. On you. Yeah. And I mean, I moved out. Yeah. You know, I got my own apartment and I started making my own money. I mean, that's where you saw me in Hawaii. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, when I was. Yeah. But that, that was, was later late, on. Yeah. That, that, that's that when was I was like in my late 30s. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That was the when, first I time when there's foreshadowing in life. I'm just like, like this, no, look Rick, at this dude. No, what's funny is I was on vacation okay. in Maui with a girlfriend of mine, Nicole Bennett. Okay. And then Rick's Only. there with his family. I'm there with the fam for Maui oh, Invitational shit. Basketball Tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and he's in Maui with his family, dude. And he's like, fuck, there's Holly. That's awesome. Smoking hot, that? babe. Right. I'm just like, unbelievable. Right. I have got to get out of college ASAP. <laughs> And make so something I'm the myself. reason why he got into comedy. I'm motivated. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's awesome. It was, it was Paulie and one babe. Yeah. That was smoking hot in Hawaii. Wow. I was I was already moving up the ranks at Stanford and Sons Comedy Club guys. <laughs> I and just Craig Glazer was. Yeah, I just saw your boy John out there. Oh we yeah. Had a great time. The she's. Yeah, we had a great yeah, he, time. He she's said so. Pretty much. Yeah. Paulie Shore. Josh like Martin. Paulie and the She's. Mm-hmm. That's, a, like, that's a killer right the, yeah. lineup right there. Sell that. Sh- <laughs> just do diners, drive-ins, and dives. Both those three <laughs> instead of Guy Fieri. What we were going to talk about was when uh, Simone and Ren Azizi and Ari almost got fired. Or no. Oh, let me rephrase yeah. that. Did get fired. No, Opening what happened was they got rid of the unpaid regular <laughs> because of it. 
Yeah, so no, many people were mad. No, what happened was, is my sister, my sister had her her casino, her her you know gig, right, the Palm yeah. Springs thing, yeah, the Fantasy Springs and something. So I would always, whenever my sister asked me to do anything, I would do it no matter what, whether it was a radio show, a show, whatever, you know, speak at her class. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say I did it reluctantly, but I wasn't like excited to do it. I did it for her. Of course. You know what I mean? Sure. And then I brought him down. I brought Steve Renazizi and Ari Shafir. <laughs> right. You know, to open for me. And my mom came. <laughs> they're all they're all like employee kind, kind of in of, and yeah. out at that point. Yeah. My mom came to the show and she fucking lambasted them. Get over here. <laughs> Get the fuck over here. Listen to me. Listen to me. Right? Is it oh. true that you were laughing behind them while they were getting yelled at? I don't remember, I don't remember that. <laughs> Guilty, I don't I'm know. kidding. <laughs> I, I remember Renazizi coming back to the store, maybe like the next night or something, and just being like, Mitzi was not happy to see us. <laughs> not good. <laughs> because like, I think my mom was actually mad at me for asking you guys to open for me, right? Yeah. Oh, because I think like they weren't ready. Want, right. Yeah. She wanted, like, if you're going to bring some guys, bring da 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 da. Right. Not these fucking guys. <laughs> And right? we crushed. This is what happened. Yeah. I just remember this. And we I was all your crushed? mom's assistant at the time. Right. He was so mad at me because I would send him to my mom's house to take care of her. Right. I mean, yeah. he, he, there was, I, remember. I mean, he was That's happy the right about person it. to do it. But. but he was happy, but he was also kind of mad. He's like, dude, I can't fucking do this. Because he's got too big of a heart. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard. Sit down. Yeah. Oh, sit <laughs> down. Watch the TV. Watch the news. I'm so grateful, but it's so funny about life that like sometimes the stuff you're like, this is the worst. And you look back and you're like, I'm so happy. I yeah, had those but memories. you were resistant. You were, yeah, dude. Because I, resistant. yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my God. She would teach me. She would treat. No. She like shit. Oh, she'd make me sit like, like, you know, like some Indian emperors style. have those little dogs they stroke. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, what I would do. Make me sit on... crisscross applesauce <laughs> next to her. And if I just, 100%. if I just shifted my weight, it's knock it off. Okay, okay, no, and I'd have to look up at her. And then like, I, and going then through all the papers. I would have to go from there to work. The, to- the, the Tommy time. I mean, we can be wow. here for hours. Yeah. I know. It's I mean, we sin. could fuck it. The Tommy era was amazing. Insane. It was awesome. As I mean, far it, as. It was, yeah, I mean, it was just bizarre. It was yeah. so bizarre. Well, because yeah. no, because what the, would happen was, is that I, you know, like, when she was getting sick, right, it was fucking really hard on yeah. everyone. Of course, you know what I mean, because she did. You know, like when she started having a tough time walking up the stairs, that you was know, awful. and then you're you're trying to get off me. I'm fine. I got yeah. it. And she's like I'm not fucking a wobbling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she and it was just really, yeah, really yeah, gnarly. So there was times where she's like, I can't get up the stairs. Yeah. So she would call the store up and make Tommy leave the fucking front. <sighs> front uh cover booth and go carry and go her. carry up the stairs as Renazizi or someone else took over the uh the booth. The, the, yeah. the, the booth yeah. and you know and he did carry her up the stairs and i witnessed it Ta- yeah. a million a lot, times a lot we all did yeah, yeah. yeah a lot well i don't yeah. know if rick ever got i, I used to stay there a lot duncan, and he would do duncan it. called me i think i've told the story before but mm. he called me hey man got a great opportunity for <laughs> oh, you <God. laughs> <laughs> yeah what's up man <laughs> you could be mitzi shores uh, assistant and th- so many famous people have done this. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious! I go, dude. Everyone I know who's done it has gotten fired. Yeah. All right, man. Had to give it a shot. Have a good day. That's great. <laughs> had to give it a shot. That's great. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was a tough 15 years. Of course, it was you awful. Know, and then there was that time that we had with her. That yeah. was very, very. That was heavy. the intervention. Yeah, it was yeah. the intervention. So, I'm in. 
I'm in Sundance and Polly Shore's Dead is coming out. Right. So we're me and Scott, my brother, are there. We're putting up posters all over Sundance. Polly Shore's Amazing. Dead. Polly Shore's Dead. Like I was all stoked. And we get a call like she's in the hospital. Mm. You know, she's in the hospital. And then I get on the phone with her and she's like, come get me. Get me out of here. You know, they think I'm in Iranian. Oh, she says she's in Iranian she, prison. She would fall asleep to the news and it would yeah. stick in her head. Yeah. And she was she was, you know, she she believed Dementia. like she was like, a, you know, stuck in a thing, yeah. you know, in a jail. So we pretty much had to leave Sundance like the next day or so and get her out of get her out of um, UCLA and then physically get her to the house. I put her in my bed, you know, there. And then and I'm like telling her, I'm like, Mom, you need help. You know, you need someone to take care oh, of you. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, I called, you know, we did an intervention. Right. So you want to tell them what happened then? Well, Fat James was there. Oh. Yeah. That so, was infuriating. I'm sold already. <laughs> hey, we should get some dominoes before we do this. Fat <laughs> <laughs> James, calm down. <laughs> yeah, he's sweating in his suit. <laughs> it's so Purple. It, it was blue, Toes but it's hyper-colored <laughs> when it gets wet. In fall. <laughs> <laughs> what was his go-to karaoke <laughs> song? Exactly. How did he die, dude? Uh, How cancer. do you think? All the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Every oh cancer. Every single cancer there is. But, okay, so go on. But so. He, he's like sweating on the edge of the bed, and he's like touching her. And then Jen Pryor was with us. Yeah. And she was the one that got us kicked out. Um me and you and Ari and Shafir was there was Ari yeah he was okay there. Yeah. and so we're all trying to explain how important it one is one at a time that she have somebody around yeah. the clock and she's you're not less of a shit. person but right. this is just something to help you and, no, and we're none of us are getting through she's, and she's you can see staring. her getting angrier she's, she's the fire is coming up you know and she's just looking like hating all of us looking but around and looking at yeah. Fat James like why the fuck are you here yeah and she's just whatever so jen Pryor comes in with well richard fell and he broke his hip get out get yeah. out and then that was it Done. she kicked us yeah. out because it was a broken hip thing but it took even longer yeah. after no, that no 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 that was the beginning of the you know of the yeah yeah it, it took no that's so when like in that that was like as her son mm -hmm. that's when i knew i kind of lost her you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's when and I was like, okay, this is really fucked up because she's she's obviously falling all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, this is a fucking you know, and she's she doesn't want to have a uh, 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 she doesn't want to have anyone help her upstairs, so she's literally going up the stairs by herself. Yeah, mm. crawling. She was crawling a yeah, lot. Dude. Yeah, dude. It was fucking. It was, when we went to the Dominican Republic to get stem cells. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It was. Yeah, I did that it, couple of those trips. In yeah. the Miami airport, you know how international airport, it's so far, right? When you come in from another country and then you have to go all the way around. So I said, hey, what if we get them to give us a ride? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. No. We'll walk. Insulting. Oh. Yeah. What am I, a cripple? Screaming yeah, at yelling. me in the airport. Get off of me. <laughs> right. These are the steps. Tiny, tiny steps. I never said yeah. we missed two flights. Two flights we missed. Who is it? Bobby yeah. Lee. Oh, God. Ew, don't lick the glass. He has COVID. He always does. <laughs> He's the creator of that. <laughs> I remember Dude, once what? before Alfred and all in. that stuff. It must have been right around this time. Alfred? No, it was before. It was Alfred must have been was... right after the intervention because I remember I take your mom to get those glutathione shots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And when yeah. we're pulling in, there were people being interviewed for an assistant job. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> and I just saw the 
Venom. Oh, not assistant caregiver. Yeah. But it was called well, that, assistant. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Peter was interviewing was people in the kitchen. Curious. And, um, and Mitzi yeah, was- Yeah, all these Asians in the yeah. kitchen, right? Oh. Except the, the lady with the lipstick that Juan Carlos went an hour and a half out of his way to pick up and bring back, yeah. and Mitzi was the, like, the funniest, get her out of the here. The funniest thing was is towards the end of you know trying to find the right caregiver, every time I'd call an agency, mm-hmm. I'd like, who's your mom? And I'd say, Mitzi Shore, and then hang up on me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> no, seriously, dude. It's like she had such a shitty rep the, around they town. Have just one sign in that <laughs> says "Do not accept <laughs> Mitzi Shore." Shore. Like, she's the oh, only she one on the list. Banned. So strong. But though. that's the thing. I was like, when you're when she you're was the boss, not ready to give up, like, right? For so long, like yeah. she created a world and was the queen of it. Yes, and she controlled she definitely, every. She accept. definitely checked out though. Yeah, towards the middle of her sickness. Meaning, like, checked out. Like, she just wanted to get better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't even about, you know, the store. Yeah. yeah. You know, she didn't, I don't want to say she didn't care, but she, she didn't really care about it as much. All she wanted to do was just try sure. to Sure. She had get already better. given every single moment of her adult life. Yeah. And, you know, remortgaging properties and houses to keep it open. Yeah. Insane. Like, just every part of her body she gave. You can come in, you creep. She was so... When I got here, she would come in a couple times a week still. Yeah. And, but she would come in. It was the extremely slow walk from her mm-hmm. spot in the back corner Hi, of the parking lot. Bobby, you want to sit, sit here? down? Bob, you want to share a mic with me? You're the guy. You want to share a mic with me, Bobby? Don't call me Ellie. Why do you talk about my up. dick so much on other people's podcasts? Yeah, Paul, uh, Bobby. Yeah, they don't need to, <laughs> yeah, but they don't need to know about Bobby, it. Bobby, they can't private. hear you. Yep, here. You Where are you going? Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm Rick, I didn't realize everybody was going to be afraid of you now. They were, they were scared before, but now you can't. No, no, I'm kidding. I don't care if you talk about it. I don't give a shit. That was I'm it? just kidding. Oh, then why did I sit down here? So we can no. look at your pretty face. <laughs> yeah. Look at your hair. It's glorious. I, I love know. you so much. What are you doing to it? You know what? Uh, your brother, I wa- no, I wash it now. Oh, good, your good brother brother. and Tony Rock should go on tour together called The Brothers of Comedians. Oh, tour. yeah. Yeah, wow. tour. My brother needs to do stand-up, though. He doesn't really do stand-up. Uh, yeah, well. His podcast is great, though. This hey, I like your energy. <laughs> it's pure. Pure and simple. You've, you've always had a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you wearing flip-flops? I am. It's summer. It's so hot, right? Look at this. It's so fucking hot. Um, we should I just wrap met it your... up now that Bobby's... Oh, what were you okay. saying? I'm sorry. No, you go, know, go, like, go ahead. You're such a pussy. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I am a pussy. You met the niece and nephew? Yeah, I met your nephew and your niece. How yes. great. Just how like just normal looking kids from the suburbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, not, that, not that the shores. No, the shores are be- beautiful people. And uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, my God. What? I'm just Digging saying. a hole. What were you going to say before that? No, what I'm going to say, though, is, is that, you know, um, like if you had kids, you would be able to tell it's your kids. Right. Right. They would just be something wrong. <laughs> I mean, abnormal. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, if you would Bobby look at them and there would be something wrong in, in a good way in this in the way I relate. Right. Yeah. yeah cause... But when I see them, it's like you wouldn't imagine. There's just no way to imagine that they're shores. Yeah. 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 yeah well, he raised them in Portland, in yeah. Chicago. So right. he didn't raise them here. Yeah. yeah, yeah I would have yeah. raised them right in the back dumpster. I know you would have. Yeah, yeah. Bobby would have been the so babysitter. How you been? How you been? Good. I know you were like. 
You you know what I mean? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say it if you don't want to talk about it. No, I've talked about it. What, what do you want to ask? Well, you you had uh, you clean? Su- substance yeah. abuse. Yeah. Because you were texting me and you did you just do a line? What are you doing? No, I just yeah. have sniffles. <laughs> no. So Allergies. Are you, you know I love you. Love you. I've known you forever. Right? You, you are, um, I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And you know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's uncomfortable uh, to say, but it got real. Uncomfortable. <laughs> you know I mean? No, but uh, um, how are you? <laughs> I feel no, without trying to be not trying. To yeah, be I want to be more real. I'll be real. Yeah. I'll really. I'll be because real. Because obviously we all fucking love you. You're one. You're my heart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, for he's real. He's just speaking for a few people. No, I no. know you love me yeah. so much. It's no, really yeah. sad, actually. <laughs> Your obsession with me is very really sad. <laughs> but um, I've been better than I've ever been in my life because okay. I weeded out um, cigarettes as well. Oh, wow. Ooh. And That's I can breathe one. again, and I'm not coughing up blood. Yeah, I was coughing up blood, man. Oh, yeah. Cigarettes? Yeah, cigarettes and smoking all the weed I was smoking, you know? Mm-hmm. I would get these ch- dark chunks of, like, um, red... That is allergies yeah. from the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. I used to have it. Chunks of, like, red... And how blo- many months in a row was this? What do you but mean? You went on a bender, they call uh, it. Four like, months. Ba- I went so on a four-month bender. Yeah, f- yeah. So and four months smoking weed, smoking American spirits. Lots of red Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was smoking since I was eighteen. Yes. Right, and um, so I got rid of the porn, cigarettes, um, drugs and alcohol. Wow. And wait, wait, I've been, wait, wait, wait. And this this, this four-month bender. Did you do drugs and alcohol too? Yeah, I did. Uh, what kind of drugs? Just wow. weed and drinking. So that's not drugs, drugs, not like coke. But or... that's that's different. But the thing is, is that when I, because of my, I don't want to get, because of my trauma background and stuff, and because of my OCD and the things that I have, you know what I mean, obsessive compulsive disorder and whatnot, um, weed hits me in a different way. I become manic. Got it. Right. Okay. So when I smoke so weed, I can't sleep or eat. Like I'm like crazy. So what do you like the high that it gives you? No, I hated it. So mm. it gives you. Kind it was of like paranoid. smoking. It was like um. Like I would get real, I would take 2,000 milligrams of edibles a day, Whoa. smoke 24 hours a day, mm. and then I would drink like, like I was in Hawaii and I was shooting sh- shots of whiskey, mm. and I could not sleep. I, I could not sleep. Yes. No matter how much drunk I would get, I could not sleep mm. because the weed would get me manic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So it was, and I was coughing up blood, and then I started, and then Bob Saget and Louis Anderson died, and then I literally started obsessing about death, and I was—I thought I was dying. I Be- hate that. And then yeah. I became trapped in this prison in my mind, like I couldn't leave the fucking house, I couldn't leave my bed. Mm. It was fucking terrible. Wow. But um, now, you know, I've gotten rid of all of that stuff, mm. and I feel what's so funny, man? No, you look great. I'm so happy that was like a joyful sigh, like. Sorry, I, I, I did you, Bobby? Yeah, you're no. I, actually, yours was pure. <laughs> yours was coming from a fuck, <laughs> fucked up place, man. Why? Why? No, I'm proud of you. I'm happy. I think you're beautiful. You. Thank you. Well, we don't. <laughs> we don't need to lose you. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, I don't want to. Stop, 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 stop. Robert. Listen, listen to me. Stop. Look at me. Look at him. Stop. We don't need to lose you. So do it for us at least. Being selfish, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because I got to look at your Tiger Belly podcast. All the yeah, time, no, so. I'm doing it for um, myself. Yeah. Good, awesome. impressive. I like you. Bobby, you you know. like me. Dude, he looks great. That's he the did, best I, I've ever seen, Bobby. I've look. never. I don't notice when people lose weight. I'm not good at that. Like, 
I don't. He's asking about Chris Rock. That's funny. I don't uh, see weight. I only see color, so I don't pay attention to that. But I really notice his yeah. loss. Hey, he Bobby, lost a lot. Bobby, 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 how long you? Body. How long you been like recovering? Oh, two months. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Congrats. So you gonna have a baby with your babe? Yeah. She's Good a hottie. She's the best. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm serious it's about good. not losing him. You don't fucking you know, dude. You gotta say it. I mean, yeah, look you're at, right. I mean, I mean, look at what happened with Kate Quig Quiglia, that whole oh, thing. Oh, dear God. Terrifying. It's like, you don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. Good. Luckily, he wasn't yeah. doing coke and all that shit. I mean, yeah. it sucks. Weed and beer is Well, no, but I understand. I love Paulie's response. He's like, drugs? It's so great. I'm like, that's what I was thinking. Well, that's what I was <laughs> only, thinking. Only Paulie can say. Like, right, right. We can't say I, it. Oh, really? No. I just mean, he looks at you as like a... A mentor. Oh, yeah. Got it. So like you can say like, it's not really drugs, man. Yeah, but 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 I, to, I hear his what he says, to his defense, pot that fucks him up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Most people that. it doesn't do that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. making anyone manic is a terrible situation. I, when he was smoking, he would be up here and I'd be like, "Did you go up yet?" And he's like, "I don't think I should. I just need to get high." And I was like, <sighs> "Whoa." So, good for him. Howdy's not. It's you know it's 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 you know what's going on in the world and what the fuck is it's definitely a lot fuck more fucking fragile these days and more eggshelly and, yeah. and everyone's just there's this there's this thing that's happening that wasn't there before yeah and so it fucks with us you know and and looking at your you know someone gonna say something look at all this me too shit oh my you God. know and all this canceled yeah. shit and all this shit that's happened to so many people. You know what I mean? And I have friends that had this happened to, whether it's comedians or people in the business sure. that, you know, that this happened to. And it's just, I'm not saying whether they did it or not do it, but th this is happening, mm. you know, and it's, it's a scary time, it you is. know, and people are dying and who it just fucking, it's, you know, and the stuff that's going on overseas and COVID and, and, you know, and when you COVID's travel here, now, it's, it's, gone, yeah, it's, it's here, like, it's gone. but yeah. it, but if you flash, flash I got forward, it, guys. Flash forward to, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. This wasn't, this this world didn't exist like that. No. I was with a girlfriend of mine the other other day, and she was like, you know, whacked out from Instagram and just like, you know, this whole kind of. Addicted to it, the. Yeah, this whole, yeah, this addicting. thing. And yeah. she's like, she goes, she looks at me very serious. She's like, what was it like back then? You know what I mean? I'm like, it was awesome. She goes, yeah. God, I wish, you yeah. know. And even when you walk down Sunset. You know, if you walk, we had, we went and had a chin chin. There's all these billboards and everyone's Aww, this, and chin -chin. you know what I mean. And it's just like, it's fucking yeah, overwhelming. It, it is. is. It's so There's like you so said much it. Stimulus. You said it best. You said this doesn't seem real. No. Well, yeah, it's, yeah and it's everyone a cartoon is of a city now. Everyone it's is like, living for the fake life right. online. It's the Matrix. So like Ooh, 20 years yeah. ago, I had a cell phone, but you couldn't do anything on it other than text or call. Right. Yeah. And. I still was just living in the world right. instead yeah. of focusing on this. Yeah. Even when I'd be in a waiting room, I'd basically just be judging people, <laughs> which was way better for your mind than sitting there and reading right. who likes right. your stupid fucking two-sentence bullshit. Yeah, it's oh, turning everybody into a narcissist. Liked it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. thinks they're the king of the world now because yeah. yeah. whatever we want's right there. And then you have to interact with the world where there's people but, and they have thoughts and feelings and we're losing our But compassion. the thing that I also I didn't understand was years ago, if you wanted to get in the entertainment business, you moved to L.A. New York. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now it's it. like Doesn't now it's matter. the opposite. Now yeah. it's like this. So everyone's it's, got these. It's a different fame, though, because now 
it's so individualized with your fan base. Mm. So yeah. no one is going to see you perform in Wisconsin because they saw you on three episode arc of Home Improvement. Right. They're yeah. doing it because you have a YouTube channel or yeah. you've built up a fan base through a podcast. Or you're on Biodome, sorry. Right. Well, I, <laughs> well, that, no, I was lucky. Deal. I got in early, dude. I fucking yeah. so Well, happy. you got in when it was real. I remember. Yeah. I, got, I, I was how? so stoked. I mean, I pinched myself every time on tour. No, like, yeah, uh, luckily. I was stoked yeah, right. that I got in, you know, yeah. and I don't have to rely on all this other shit. I still do it. Sure. You know, but. I'm fucking lucky. It's yeah. terrible. I'm, I'm awful at it. Everyone keeps feeling like you have to do more shit on social media. Yeah, I'm like, and I feel like it. I feel like a fraud. It's against my brand. Right. And like, yeah. well, first of all, you need to get a brand because if what you don't exist, brand? my yeah. my brand's not caring. They're like, yeah, that doesn't work really well with social media. <laughs> so now I'm just gonna start pumping out. Uh, I don't care videos. Um, yeah. and just you know, try and really build that the I don't narcissist. Care. Uh, I'm smarter than people, but not as smart as I think I am. Base. <laughs> what do you? What's your platform? Are you gonna do it on YouTube? Uh, what are you? I'm not gonna do Q and on. He's going to buy Q some lights. I, if I could get in, that would be <laughs> hilarious. He's I really big love. on this, the secret dark web. I would, I would die, dude, if he got into that. So <laughs> crazy. So fun, and it was all fake. Oh, my favorite like, story <laughs> of he, <laughs> that's Q <laughs> right there. He's the guy that invented it <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, he started it. One of my favorite uh, Rick on the road with Pauly stories mm. is on the radio when they were trying to fuck with you. Oh, yeah. And, and they, they, wanted to, they wanted you to do trivia. I think do we were like this? in Dayton, maybe. I think okay. we were in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to do trivia with the Wheeze. Oh, and, and you're like, oh, this is always terrible. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, you got to do it, man. It's fun. You're like, I'll have Argus do it. And so I, I just oh. did it as Argus. <laughs> and they're, they're like, Argus? And yeah. looking at me like, I thought they said, all right, Argus? And then I got them all right. And yeah. it just worked out where I'm like, this is so funny. That is Generalissimo like Francisco Franco. <laughs> the guy was like, <laughs> why do you have Rain Man? I, I, you know what? I love the road. I don't know about you guys. Do you, do you like do. it? With, when I'm with friends, yeah. it's, it's the with greatest friends, thing it's great. ever. And yeah. that's why I'm fortunate. Like, even going with Andrew, I love it. We have, yeah. all we do is But what around. about, like, forget that part. What about just being on stage in, oh, of course. in, in front of in front an of audience? Strangers. Yeah, in front of strangers. Yeah. Like, in a different town. Yeah. It's that, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, Unfamiliar uh, territory. Uh, yeah. Other than La Jolla... This is the first time I've performed anywhere since COVID. Wow. So wow. It was it was nice. Yeah. It was weird just seeing, like, I'm like, oh, my God. I do a joke here when I'm like, am I attractive now in 2022? And people will l audibly say no. Yeah. <laughs> I did that shit in Boston. And there was, like, five people like, yes! <laughs> I'm like, well, that ruins this bit. And it's because you guys are so ugly. that. <laughs> Tell uh, what you did to Atlantic City. Oh, I oh, just Simone will. I just told him what a pile of shit that movie Rocky is. How oh, dare you? Did he they hates did they Rocky. just boo? They didn't they didn't boo. They they seemed to laugh just like in a what an well, asshole. Well, they must have just respected your hate so much. I, I was, yeah, I mean, it's such an angry place. They're like, "Hey, the man can hate." Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was 13. Some I don't agree no with reason. what he hates with, but how he hates. Uh, it. <laughs> I love how, how long, he hates. How long do you do Some 20? people just hate for no reason. Uh, we were doing two shows, so I was only doing 15. Should have broke your thumb. <laughs> but in Atlantic City, the front rows had to be 
average age 80 years old it was oh. all the high rollers oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i walked out unprepared for that and then was genuinely just like they oh, they shit. turned the house lights up a little bit for oh, me no. so that i can see the crowd oh, and no. they got a camera on them so whoever i'm crowd working oh, they can see on the big like monitors 2.0 oh wow it's great the look on these old people's faces oh, when i started riffing into no. them and then all of the decent human beings who are you know further back than 10 rows just loving someone uh, being mean to these old people. Well, uh. I remember one of my favorite opening up for Paulie stories. We we're on the road with Bobby Lee. Mm. I MC Bobby featured Paulie headline. Yeah, this was this was ten years, eight years, twenty years ago. No, uh, but in a row. Oh yeah. Well, we were at Charlie Goodnights, oh, yeah. and I was so Detroit. new to comedy yeah. that I would watch people walk in, and I go, "That guy'll like me." I'm not gonna get that. Guy. <laughs> that is Maybe so I'll insecure, this. Steve. Oh yeah, it's like 20 years wow. ago. Wow. And then it's an early show, and there was four very old people. Yeah. Sitting, and I was like, they know my mom. Like <laughs> for whatever, whenever there was somebody that looked like they could be a mom or a nana, uh, I'm like, I'm not. That's why I started wearing sweaters because I was always afraid somebody would know my mom <laughs> in the audience, and if I wasn't dressed properly, she'd be like Stephen Anthony. Um, <laughs> So it threw me off. Sweater comic. Yeah, yeah just so in case my mom it's what gets Mitchie, a report. It's what Mitchie wanted for Louis Anderson, and somehow you 100%. took that role. Yeah, and then there's the four old people, and I'm like, I can't do anything mean. I can't say anything filthy, and I struggled. Then Bobby Lee came out, looked at the old guy, and was like, I bet you still eat her you-know-what. Then the old lady started dying laughing. He does. And then he was just doing the filthiest stuff. And I'm like, old people are filthy? Like, he I didn't does. know. It was great. Some grandma's letting loose and talking about they loved it. getting it's that box so munched. Funny. What about the merch? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. All right. Dude, you guys still have to merch. bring it home. I got to yeah. go up okay, and do my got, spot. Yeah, yeah. So okay. you guys right. do it. I'm going to do this, Rick. Wow. Whoa, Whoa, look at these legs. Whoa. I'm a Is that man. easy rider? For God's sake. Easy as a rider. Hold on, take that. Oh, and then she just oh, bends shit. over. Perfect shot to... for the camera. <laughs> We're going to have to meme that, Winks. <laughs> meme that. She's gone. She's gone. All right, all right. so there we were. <laughs> What's your best Eleanor Fox story? <laughs> Tell her. I remember one time, Mitchell Walters. <laughs> um, it was no, me, Marky Post. <laughs> I was there when you invented Argus. We were in the pool, me, you, and Carboni, and it was the oh, I yeah. knew first time I opening for the Wheeze on the Road. We were in uh, San, San Jose. Jose. Yeah, yeah. It just no. What what happened? And I still feel kind of bad, but not at all at the same time. Was when I started working here, people were like, saw that I just made fun of a lot of things. It was I was pretty open with it. They're like, hey, you can make fun of anything here, but don't make fun of Argus. And they're like, because that's like Mitzi's guy. I'm like, okay. And then my mom just like, do it, do it. And then he would stop and talk to me, and I would get stuck with like a a 15, 20-minute, well, so Greg Eagles. And you're like, I don't even know who he's talking about. It was me. I can't wait to give Argus a hug. That's a whole other story. Yeah. What I loved about you is whenever you would tell stories about people, like when you were a door guy, you'd be like, so I, for, I forget the lady's name, but like you would immediately go into their voice. So so-and-so comes in and she's like, hey, Rick, do you think you're funny? Kathy Lewis. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. who it was. And I would just would cry. And then like that's what I, I would just wanted to be near the laughs. Like I didn't have to. Cry. I just wanted to be like, where's Rick? Yeah. People are always like, 
you're so funny off stage. I'm like, it's literally just inside jokes. I'm like the king of inside jokes. That's why my crowd work works. Because it's, it's just, we're making fun of something we're all experiencing. So you can have topics, and if the crowd isn't on board with what you're talking about, then you're, you're going to lose them, yeah. yeah. But if you're just making fun of people there, then everyone who's there will, will like it. And I don't know if it'll transfer to a I always thought it had to do with your integrity for comedy as well, though. Because I remember you just being like, that's not how you really feel, or that's not genuine, or that's not really who you are. Yeah, being a fraud is like the worst thing in the world to me. That's why people, when I was growing up, were always like, you remind me of Holden Caulfield. I'm like, well, that guy's a fucking psychopath. And a phony. (laughs) And a a total phony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, And, you know... Yeah, I, I, I always thought that. I never. I'm, I'm, now I feel like okay, my work here is done. My yeah. comedy nerd brain. Yeah, man, I just can't deal with it, and, and that's why I'm like, people are like, why don't you move ahead further? I'm just like, because I, I don't, I just Who can't develop these fake yourself. relationships. Yeah, it makes me feel bad as a human being. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying now. Now you know I've got kids. I'm just like, fuck this. Yeah, time to be a fraud. See what I can do. <laughs> Can how you do I, name how do your I, next album fraud? How do I fraud my way to the top? Sell out. <laughs> In my mind, that's what it is. It's just like, like when they got us a sponsor for the podcast, oh. I'm like trying to read it. He's like, can you do it natural? I'm like, I can't because I feel like I I'm selling out. This. Right, 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 right. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, your brand like, is you don't give a fuck, so. I remember just doing do it and don't give a fuck. Podcast like, oh, with yeah. Mark Ellis and those guys, and when they tried to, not Mark, but like the producers wanted to bring in these, and they started to tell us stuff we couldn't couldn't do. And I was like, okay, later. I, I was there. I, I was there for that left. episode. Yeah, that was the podcast. He, was, he, he did, did the Valley. He, right? he did this movie, yeah, movie podcast, and I go with him one day, and the guys come over like, hey, could you not make fun of this? And you're like, what did we say? And whatever it was they said, you said it was like not even slightly mean. Yeah, it was just like a joke involved with yeah. saying the sponsor, and then Steve was just shut down. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And the other guy just keeps going, what do you think, Steve? And Steve's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I, oh, this is I full protest. Went back. I know. This is the I best. So I, you were making nothing. So yeah. that's how I always Wouldn't think I'm like, less? Yeah, it's like, you can't. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to care. Um. All right. Do you guys have stuff you want to promote? Uh, yes. I got it. nothing. Dates? Um, my one-man show. Nice. Where yes. can they see I'll it? I'll be at uh, Dynasty Typewriter in oh, August. Oh, I love that August. Okay. So that'll be cool. And then, uh, not, what am I saying August? I'm fucking retarded. April? Yeah, no. It was like August 29th. It was, I don't know the exact date, but it's in April. Okay. And then also New York. I'll be playing Brooklyn with it as well. At, um, shit, I forgot the name of the place. It's on the know. website? Yeah, it's on my all stuff. All right. Yeah, go to his website. Yeah. Check it all out. And, and Steve, congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Very excited. I just hope it's the first step towards that sitcom. I, I had a dr- prophetic dream about you years ago with that. I'm hope I'll, I'll take anything. If they want me to be a reality star, I'll do it. I don't care. Sell out. Love you, bro. All right, thanks, guys. Love you, dude. Guys, Comedy Store Podcast is back. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us your negative and positive comments, mostly negative. You can follow me at Rick Ingram. I only accept positivity in my life. <laughs> the new Rick is here and EJ Kerrigan still with the negativity, but like and subscribe. <laughs>